Hey everybody, I wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's what I'm using to make this podcast. I use it not only because it's free, but because it's easy. I can record and broadcast anything and everything right from my phone, or I can use a computer. It allows me to edit things, and it has everything I need just in one place. And not only that, you can make money from your podcasts. But what you have to do is you've got to go download the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm just to get started. And then send me a link. I want to hear your podcast. Hey everybody, this is Sam with West Virginia Overtime, and you guys haven't heard from me in a while. Well, let me tell you what's been going on. I got uh, offered a coaching job with a middle school girls basketball team, so we started practice this week, and I thought that I would be able to get out three or four podcasts um, while coaching, and... This week uh, was me getting back into coaching, me getting back into seeing some things and working with kids again. And so when I came home from practice, I wanted to write down notes, write down how I felt, how I thought that they did, what they needed to work on in the future, and just kind of stop and think. And I also wanted to relearn some things and I wanted to learn some new things. So what I did, I'm a big podcasting person, so I started, I've never stopped listening to coaching podcasts, but I wanted to listen to some very particular podcasts and they gave me a lot of different ideas. So this show is just going to be kind of talking through some of those ideas, some of the things that I thought about this week, uh, watching the football playoffs, um, watching college basketball starting, specifically watching Duke and Kansas, and then being back in the gym and coaching some of my middle school girls. So it's basically just a lot of different thoughts about about sports. And one thing that um, has caught my attention specifically today is a tweet that's going around on Twitter talking about positivity and talking about how people made fun of uh, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson football for being so positive and how people said that P.J. Fleck at Minnesota football could not be as positive and team-oriented as a coach and make it and make it succeed. Well, I think Dabo Sweeney has proven us all wrong in the last couple years. And that got me thinking about... Role versus real. One of the podcasts I'm going to tell you about is called Whistle and a Clipboard. And it's by Jason H. Oates. O-A-T-E-S. And I listen to it constantly. He has interviewed over 250 college, pro, Olympic, international coaches in all sports. And it's just about coaching. 
but I have found that it also works with parenting and it also works with playing when you sit down and you think about it. And it's something that I probably am going to bring up with my players this week. Because I want to know, are they playing a role or are they being real? So I'm going to get to that in a minute. But first I had to ask myself that question before I got to them. Am I playing a role or am I being real? Well, I have to answer several years ago when I was coaching before, I was probably playing a role. I was probably being a fill-in-the-blank coach. And when I say that, um, you know, when I was coaching track, I was a track coach. When I was a basketball coach, I was a basketball coach. Um, But was I truly being myself? Or was I pretending to be someone else, someone I looked up to, maybe someone that I was modeling myself after, whether, you know, in being a track coach, was I modeling myself after, you know, David Bailey or, or Debbie Howard? Um, when I was being a basketball coach, was I trying to be Bob Knight and Billy Donovan and Alan Osborne? Who, who was I trying to be? And I think through me growing up and having some personal development and figuring out things, I've decided I need to be me. I need to take a little bit from each of those coaches and really form who I am. So one of the things and one of the reasons why I listen to Jason Oates' podcast is because he is about positivity and about using your mind and he talks about the three mental principles of mind consciousness and thought and what you do when you perform your best so think back when you're performing your best whether it is being you know, the best worker you can be, whether it's being the best parent you can be, whether it's being the best coach you can be, whether it's being the best player you can be. When is that? Well, a lot of times when you're on a roll, there's no thinking there. I mean, really, kind of consider that. When you're playing, when you were playing as a little kid or whatever, you were just playing. You were just being. You weren't really thinking. So, as a coach, do we let them just be sometimes? Do we let them just play? And by that, I mean, do we force things on them that maybe aren't natural or real to players? And if there are any players listening to this, do you try to role model yourself off a player, whether it be Tom Brady, whether it be LeBron, you know, are you trying to be someone you're not? Um, 
I remember as a player, my dad telling me stories about Jerry West and showing me on ESPN Classic um, some games and telling me about him being the only WVU player to lead a West Virginia team to the Final Four, uh, about him getting drafted to the Lakers. He showed me films like, again, on ESPN Classic of him as a player uh, when I got to know him um he was you know the general manager at the lakers um i i kind of put him up on this pedestal and so when i went to middle school of course i wanted to be number 44 and I didn't know his free throw routine, but the free throw routine, my, my coach said that I had to have one. And so I thought, well, I'm going to dribble the ball four times and I'm going to shoot. And then on my second free throw, I'm going to dribble the ball four times and I'm going to shoot. And that's going to be my routine. Well, then in high school, I saw a player that I admired in uh, college and in the NBA um, spin the ball backwards and then dribble the ball. So I added that to my routine. Uh, because again, my high school coach said, you've got to have this routine. Well, my routine, when I look back on it, I don't know if it calmed me. And that's why we tell them, hey, get a routine, is so that it's supposed to calm them down. But I was trying to be someone that I wasn't. So are you making your players be someone they're not? Do they need a routine? Maybe they're a kid that routine doesn't calm them. And maybe they need to do something different at every every time. You know, I think about my hitting when when I was playing softball. Get in a routine. You you do this, you do this, you step in the batter's box, you do this, you do this, you get you know, your your elbow up and you pull the bat back and, and you go through this routine. But does it calm them? Does it settle them down? Does it get them in that state where they're not thinking, where they're just playing, where they're just being? And so I've kind of had to re-look at that and think, am I filling a role or am I being real? And if I'm being real, then as being a positive coach and being a role model, I've got to learn as they learn. As my players change, I have to change. You know, when you're a parent, as your kids change, you have to change. And so I think that that's a big deal. Um, I think we have to step back and say, you know, where am I as a coach? Where am I as a player? Where am I as a parent? Where am I at as an employer? Where am I at as an employee? Where am I at as a supervisor? And we always need to realize that we need to learn and we need to change. And then one of the other things that I was looking at was 
am I walking on my journey and dragging my players along? Or am I walking along them on their journey? And I think that really got me thinking about the football playoffs. If there are any high school football coaches that are in the playoffs, stop and think, am I winning my state championship? Am I winning their state championship? Or are we one and I'm winning our state championship? And if you're looking at it as I want to better my playoff record or I want to win my state championship, maybe you need to step back and realize that we're walking on this journey together. And as they learn, you learn. And you're not trying to compete to win the most state championships. I think we're all trying to compete and make the best players, the best people we can. And so that's something we need to kind of step back. How are we handling this? As you basketball coaches, whether you're girls and boys basketball coaches, as you're getting ready to start your season, are you taking them along on your journey or are you guys going on a journey together? And I think I saw that a little bit this week. Um, you know, I'm, I'm coaching middle school, like I said, and some of the um, players started hitting a wall on Friday. And I was really dreading Saturday's practice. I was thinking, you know, they're going to be tired. They're not going to be able to think. Um, how am I going to be able to change this? How can I get them to get through one more practice before they get through a day off? How can I get them to learn? Because I don't want to just throw away a day to say we practiced. That's not what it's about. It's about them learning, either about themselves, about their team, about the game of basketball. They've got to be ready to learn something. So I thought, how am I going to motivate them? And so I thought about their journey. And see, when you step back and you think about their journey, I've got to realize that their journey is not November to March. Their journey really is November today till they graduate. That's, that's their journey. Um, and then their journey continues as, you know, whether they go to college or technical school or in the service or they get a job, their, their journey kind of transforms. But right now, their journey's school. And so I talk to our kids about their journey and how our high school has never won a girls basketball state championship. And how there were three sets of players um, in different eras, um, actually in the 80s, the 90s, and then, you know, uh, in the 2000s, well, late 90s, I guess, that I thought 
we're going to win a state championship at our school. And for some reason, one way or another, um, they didn't. Now, whether that was because the other teams in the state were just better than them or whether they had something going on or whether, you know, I, I don't know what it was. I, I wasn't on all those teams. I, I wasn't around all of those teams, so I don't I don't have a clue. But I told our team that they could be the next ones. That it, it's about what's important now, and we're using that when, what's important now, and we want to build on what's important now to create their journey. And for some reason, that connected with them. They got really excited at the idea that Saturday's practice could make a difference and whether they win a state championship in three years. Because, you know, a lot of them aren't even going to be in high school until three years from now. But they got real excited, and it motivated them to get through a tired Saturday. Um, A Saturday that they were hitting the wall mentally and physically. They were sore. You know, they were tired. They'd been at school. Um talking about their journey, I think, is important. And whether it's the immediate journey, meaning your season or your year, or whether it's the future journey, meaning high school, meaning, um, you know, what's going to be happening next year, or it's even their future, future journey, which, you know, maybe college. some, Some... Players on our team may be lucky enough to to play in college. And you've heard me say that, um, you know, 3% of all kids will go pro in something else. Well, I get that from Jason Oates, and um, they will. So when you're talking to an older team, their journey, you're, you're talking, you know, job, college, technical school, service. Things like that. And then um, I got to thinking, what happens when, if you're a role person, meaning a player, um, what happens when that role falls apart? And how we, as people in the community, parents, coaches, how do we help them? And um, I don't know why I was thinking about that, Um I think it's because I saw a lot of records broke on Friday in the football playoffs. Um, Ethan Payne breaking the single season, um, single regular season scoring record. And uh, Drew Hatfield breaking some national records, uh, breaking some state records, uh, being ranked nationally. Um, I got to thinking, I watched Drew Hatfield And I think the thing that's most impressive about him is when they try to shut him down, he does other things. So he's just not a role person. And because I'm in basketball season, that led me to think about basketball. 
What happens when our kid who thinks their role on our team is to be our shooter and their shot's not falling? You know, they miss three or four. They're putting their head down. What do we need to be telling them? You know, that led me to think about baseball and softball that is coming up soon. You know, they go up to the plate. They they are 0 for 2. What do we tell them? And so me thinking about Drew Hatfield, I watched him in a game. And they were double teaming him and trying to basically shut him down. And I watched this kid. It was, I don't know whether his coach told him he did it in his head. I'm not exactly sure what went on, but somewhere along the line, somebody has taught Drew Hatfield that when you can't be your role, then you find another role. You find another way because you're part of a team. And so I started watching Drew Hatfield in that game blocking. And they started letting him try to block his double team and send a receiver in his area almost right behind him running a hook route. And he would block two players and they wouldn't be there to help tackle the other receiver. And I think that is what led me to think about this. If a shooter on your team misses the first three or four, we need to stop them and say, hey, we all have nights where our shots don't fall. I, I, I believe in you. I want you to continue to o- shoot open shots. But you know how you can help this team right now? You can play defense. You can rebound. You can pass. You know, you can drive and dish. You know, you're, I'm talking to them as a coach. Hey, you're 0-2. That's cool. Next time you're up, you're liable to get a hit. But right now, I need you to concentrate on defense. I need you to concentrate on pitching. I need to, to concentrate on, you know, making a play. It may be even something as simple as I need you to support everyone else. I need you to cheer everyone else on. I need you to pump them up. And um, I gave an assignment to one of our kids um, this week, and she's going to work on it this coming week. She wants to be a leader. She wants to be a captain. And I asked her about that. And she said, yeah, I I really do. And I said, great. Your job is when we're running these two players, you need to encourage. You need to cheer them on. You need to make sure they're not getting tired to pump them up. Um, When we are scrimmaging, you and you see them do something wrong. I don't want you to tell them what they did wrong. And she was like, huh? And I said, I don't. I want you to tell them it's okay. I want you to pump them up and tell them they'll get better and to keep doing the right thing. And if it's the wrong thing that they did, 
say, hey, how about next time try this? So we're going to see this week if, number one, she can do that. Because if she can, then I want her as a leader. I don't want my leaders being secondary coaches and telling people what they doing wrong. I want them to lead our players in the right direction. I want them to get them going where they need to go. And I want to do that through positivity because these kids go to school together. I want them to be friends. I want them to be teammates. I want them to be family. So we're going to see how that goes. And I'm going to give you guys probably an update on that later this week. But the last thing that I want to tell you guys about, there's not going to be, you know, any break in this. Um, We're looking at 23 minutes right now. But I want to take a couple minutes, and um, I don't get paid for this. I don't even know this guy. Uh, I have mentioned him several times, though, in this podcast, and I want to mention him one more time because he's offering all coaches, whether you're a midget league coach, a middle school coach, a high school coach, or a college coach, he's offering this for free. Yes, I said the F word. He is offering this for free. He wants to try to do a thousand coaching calls in 500 days. He is doing 20 minute free coaching calls. All you have to do is get on Twitter. His name is Jason H. Oates. O A. T-E-S. You get on there, you sign up, and you guys work out a time, you and him. He's in North Carolina. And you're going to talk about coaching something, some topic. You guys are going to decide on it. And you're going to talk about it for 20 minutes. And it may lead to other things as far as you may think, hey, I want to talk about um, being positive with a kid. And it may lead you to something else. It may lead you into uh, mental toughness or something like that. I I, I don't know where it's going to lead you guys. But I want you to know that this is available for free. Like I said, this guy's podcast is Whistle and a Clipboard. He's talked to over 250 college, pro, international, and Olympic coaches. He's interviewed them. He has found out some great techniques. And so I am going to be scheduling this later this week. I haven't tried it. I I am going to be in contact with him and hopefully get a phone call with him later this week. Um, I don't know what the topic is going to be. Maybe you guys need to write me and tell me what my topic needs to be. Uh, But if any of you try this, uh, tweet us at WVOvertime. Excuse me. Our Twitter is at OvertimeWV. Facebook us at WVOvertime. Or Instagram us at WVOvertime. Or email me at WVOvertime at gmail.com. Tell me what you guys talked about. Tell me what you learned because I want to learn from you.
And when I get Jason on the phone, I am going to tell you guys what I learned and what our topic of conversation is. Because one of his things is sometimes you can't see the picture because you're inside the frame. And I know that that's a play on you can't see the forest for the trees. But the picture in the frame makes more sense to me. I can't see what I truly am like in the frame as a picture because it's a snapshot of who I am and I'm caught in the frame. And he's actually going to be able to look at that picture and tell me who I am. And I am extremely interested in hearing that. So you guys will be getting a podcast after I have that call with him. And hopefully, if any of you guys take this up, please tweet us, uh, Facebook us, Instagram us. Or like I said, just shoot me an email. Tell me what you learned. Tell me what your topic was. But anyway, I will be seeing you guys soon. We're going to talk about the football playoffs coming up. And we're just going to kind of do an update on uh, the volleyball um, championships that are going to be starting on Friday. And um, we might be doing some more coaching things as I discover things in my journey as a new newer coach. I've, I've been a coach before, but um, this is brand new experience because I'm a lot older and I've learned a lot more and I realize there's a mental side of the game. It's not all about skill development and I realize that tough love and being negative to players can only take you so far and so you've got to be positive and you've really got to uh, pump them up. So this is West Virginia Overtime and this is Sam and we are for the fans by a fan, so I will talk to you guys real soon.